Gastando dinero Ay, wake up Ay, wake up Flex, I'm down that check No drip, this Tell them run it up No sleep, no rest Might crash, might wreck But first I stretch Tell them run it up I wake up Flex, I'm down that check No drip, this Tell them run it up Powered by Q's. All right, everybody, welcome to the Profit Rocket Podcast. This is episode number 26. I'm your host, Victor Rancourt. Uh, today's guest is someone that is actually someone that's going to be our MC at the event at the Profit Rocket Growth Summit. He's an author, a motivational speaker, a former military, just a badass dude overall. And I wanted to come on and tell his story. Get, so you guys get to understand who's gonna, who, who he is, why he's going to be there, and things that he can do to help you and your business grow. Uh, Mr. Ryan Stream, man, welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's up, dude? First of all, that video was awesome, man. Like, if that doesn't pump you up, I'm pumped just watching that, man. It's it's all about growth, building relationships, and, and networking, dude. That's what helps us grow, as you know. Yeah, man, and obviously that's how we that's how we met. And a lot of people ask, like, you know, how do you meet these people? How do you how do you get how do you get so many opportunities? And the biggest thing is just putting yourself out there and being vulnerable and being being able to, you know say get someone to say no and, and obviously we met we met through uh through a mutual friend and you you actually you know through sean and you guys you guys kept bugging me and bugging me until you told you said hey let's get a meeting set up and and i'd like yeah, that right. i like that you know you were aggressive about it right and so many people they get that first no or they don't get a response right back and they don't they don't follow up like for me like i, I follow up on leads from freaking two months ago like hey buddy where are you at and you know it's very <laughs> important and we can talk a little bit about that too but my main thing is the reason I wanted to bring you on is, is you got a badass story, man. You got a badass story from, from everything that's happened in your life to where you are now and to where you're going. And, and obviously I want to introduce you to my audience before they get to meet you next month at the event. Uh, so let's, let's jump in, man. Let, let's tell a little bit about who Ryan is and, and obviously what you do now and, and everything like that. Awesome, dude. I love it. Real quick. You are right. You can't be afraid to go in and get your butt kicked. You know, me getting my butt kicked, opening up to hanging out with Les Brown in two weeks to coming and hanging out with you. Like, I was in the coal mine a year ago, crushing my hand. I get the blue collar. I get the hard work and stuff. But if you are afraid to just get a no, then you are, you might as well just hang it up and go home. You got to be willing to get a no and then figure out how you can turn that no into a yes. So I appreciate that. Dude, my whole life I've been told no. My whole life I've been getting my butt kicked. My whole life, dude, I, I'm five foot three with an attitude of seven foot six, bro. You know, I wanted to be a warrior. I wanted to be a badass my whole life, man. You know, my mother was raped twice. You know, we're going to be real and we're going to be raw, dude. Beat into a coma. Dude, when I was a little boy, I remember my mom coming home bloody. And I was a ninja turtle, bro. I told everybody I was a ninja turtle, dude. And, uh, you know, I would try to break her out of jail, bro. I remember running around the building, screaming for my mom, trying to get her out of jail or just wanting to protect her. You know, and throughout my life, dude, foster homes, even one moment, you know, asking for, for food in a homeless shelter, man. I mean, it's all about getting my butt kicked, but I'm, I'm going to be the rags to riches, bro. I was adopted in a different culture. They raised me to be right, but they raised 11 kids. I don't get no inheritance. Nobody paid my phone bill. I went to war, bro. And now I'm getting an education paid to you by Ryan Stream and the love of my wife and my family because they've stuck with me. But, dude, this is built from the coal mines, from the freaking chemical plant, from the group home. Like, I've worked everywhere to get to where I'm at. And it's like I told you on the phone. I deserve to be there, Vic. I deserve to be the one. This is who I am. This is where I'm going. And you saw that. And that's what it takes. 
And that's why I'm here. And I want to learn from you because, dude, you have a similar story of breaking your back, say, getting the yeses when other people say no. And I want to surround myself with people like you and people that deserve to be at your event that are paying their hard money to come and learn from us. Yeah, man. And, and obviously, you know, a lot of people on here have that crazy story, right? And, and when you're in blue, a blue collar trade, like you usually didn't go to college. You usually didn't, you weren't the best in school. You probably weren't the best at most things in life. Right. And you kind of just fell into it. And that's one of the things I was at, man. Like I was a lost kid. I was like, you know, I knew I had talent. I knew I, I was, I could be great. I didn't have any direction. I didn't know what to do, man. And, and obviously I got an opportunity to get into the trades and it gave me direction. It gave me something to do. It gave me a target. It gave me something to chase. And, you know, otherwise, you know, like, you know, most, most people know my story, man. Like 12 years ago, I'm living in Cleveland, Ohio, making six seventy five an hour, doing oil changes, blowing every damn penny on, on alcohol every Friday. I go out and party all day on Friday. By Saturday, I'm broke for the rest of the week, stealing cup of noodles, stealing food out of the break room, you know, doing whatever I could to survive. And, and you know, to going to where I'm at now, it's, it's just getting around different people, changing your circle is what usually changes your life. And I think that's one of the big things about these events, right? Like the reason I throw this event it's for people to understand that there is another level to this thing. Man. Oh, like dude. you get around fucking winners, all of a sudden you can start winning. You it is impossible, right? It's impossible to know what's possible until you see it done. And a lot of times, like all you have to do is see someone do it one time, like, oh shit, that's possible. Yeah. And I circle back to, you know, I remember it's 2020. I'm on, I I'd won a my vendor calls and says, Hey, we're gonna send you to the Super Bowl. And I'm flying on the freaking private jet to the Super Bowl. And I'm on the way to the Super Bowl. Keep in mind, my business is only a year old, right? I could barely afford, I couldn't afford very much. I didn't have that much money because I spent all my money reinvested back to my business. And I remember having to buy this, like I bought a, like a nice jacket to wear on the, on the, <laughs> on the plane, but I had a cheap watch and cheap shoes and cheap pants and, and all this stuff. And I, all of a sudden I get on this private jet and I'm flying to the Super Bowl and I'm with, I'm with another HVAC owner, this guy named Ken Goodrich, right? I think one of the biggest failures that I find in most, most home service contracting businesses is that the owners don't know their numbers. They go and hire an outside accounting firm. Maybe it was their friend, their mother, or just some local person that says they can do accounting. But the problem is they don't know the home service industry, right? They don't know how to departmentalize everything. They don't understand the KPIs that matter in your business. And I find this far too often. The other thing that I find is that most companies don't get their P&L until 30 or 60 days after the month ends. How can you pivot? How can you change? The game's already over at that point, right? So one of the big things for us at Profit Rocket is that we wanted to find a way to help our contractors understand their numbers, know them real time, know how to pivot, know how to change them when needed. So that's why we created Profit Books. Profit Books is a one-stop accounting and bookkeeping company that's going to help you and your company understand your numbers, understand your KPIs, and make sure they're, they're current and accurate at all times. And the number one thing is making sure you get those numbers on time. So you can actually make those pivots in your business. You can make the changes that matter that you can impact your next month to make sure you don't fail again. The other thing we also offer is every month, every one of our clients gets a one-on-one -on -one coaching to understand their P&Ls. Where did they fail? Where did they win? What things they can do inside their business to help win again that month. So go to callprofitrocket.com, schedule a demo today. We'd love to help you over at Profit Books, and we cannot wait to help you and your business get to the next level. And all this stuff, and I, all of a sudden I get on this private jet, and I'm flying to the Super Bowl, and I'm with, I'm with another HVAC owner, this guy named Ken Goodrich, right? Well, Ken Goodrich owns one of the biggest companies in the country. I'm pretty sure I'm there because he wants to try to buy my business out. But while I'm there, I got to see that there's a whole other side of this. I'm like, wait, you can do all this shit by owning an HVAC company? Oh, yeah. Like, instead of me selling my business and fucking motivating, you let me a fucking fire under my ass. So, and from there, I started getting in front of more people and more people. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's possible. If he can do it, I can do it. Like, 
me and you ain't special. Like I tell you right now, I'm not special. Yeah. Like, I mean, we might think we are in, in our own world. We're probably a celebrity, but in reality, we're nothing. You're no different than any other person. It's just putting yourself out there more than other people and be willing to take more no's and be willing to lose more than you win. Like most of the time, like I always tell people it's life is about making decisions, right? If I make, if I make 10 decisions and seven of them are right and three of them fail, you don't even know about the three failures because I've already made seven decisions that move me seven steps forward oh, rather yeah. than you're still sitting there trying to make the first decision. Yep. So, you know, that's what, that's how I look at it, man. And when I look at you, I see someone that's, that's like me, right? Like you've been kicked down, you've lost, but I just have this mentality that no matter what happens, it's going to work itself out. Dude. And it seems like that's kind of happened, man. So you want to tell a little bit about your story. Obviously you got your mom, you got all this stuff and you were prior military, correct? Yeah, man. So let's jump right into that. You know, I said, I wanted to, to join the military and I was a drug addict, dude. Uh, I joined the military. I was the homecoming king, right? Right out of high school. I, I wasn't smart in school, bro. Like my parents would pay me to get season up. I failed out of college four times before I got any type of degree. Like you have to just work hard. Like you said, you got to just get in there. You got to freaking fight real quick on the success topic. Yeah. We want everybody around us, but if you're not going to fight, if you're not going to put in your all, nobody wants a soldier next to them that doesn't fight. We're in this together and it takes a team to win a game and it takes a platoon to win a freaking war and even an army, right? So joining the military, dude, the best choice of my life. But while I was in the military, I started out National Guard. I got addicted to drugs, dude. Same thing, bro. Stealing food, looking for quarters on the road. The only money I had incoming was from my drill check once a month. Dude, I would break into college apartments and sleep. I would, I would steal. Anyways, I went to war. There was an opportunity for me to go to war. War's not easy, bro. The first night in Afghanistan, we were ambushed. You could Anybody can Google this story. I love getting fact check. I love it, bro. Look it up. There was around 50 insurgents in American uniforms that were blowing up the wire and getting in our base. We didn't have freaking ammo issued to us yet, bro. It was a welcome to Afghanistan. To make the story short, there was around 23 of the 32 that I was blown that that I was with was blown up and one was killed. You know, man, coming home was hard. You know, you want to talk about war, but talk about coming home. You know, and having a whole different war of starting over again, coming back to real life, transitioning from a war zone to life, not having a job, and then meeting my wife, getting her pregnant, going back to war, coming home again. Dude, I've been punched so many times to even exiting. This is where, man, I I know we're quick, dude, but this is where I even get emotional. Dude, I exited the military because I had mental health reasons. After 13 years and two tours to Afghanistan, dude, I got fired from my job. I almost lost my family. I would wake up in the middle of the night and look for the enemy at my house, dude. Like you want to talk about marriage problems and alcohol abuse and getting hooked on stuff I shouldn't have been hooked on when I promised my wife that I would be the best man that she would ever be with. And then one night waking up with my little girl by her hair and my wife crying, please go get help, Ryan. I was at the VA medical center, dude, fired from my job, racked out all of my credit cards. I racked out everything, dude. Told my wife, let's sell our, get this, bro. Let's sell our house. We could use the money and start a real estate empire. I lost my job, dude, and we moved into a duplex in the ghetto side of town, bro. And uh, I remember getting fired from my job, and I got in the car, and I already had a plan to kill myself. That was five years ago, dude. I was in the car, 
I've been to suicide prevention classes. My mom took her life, dude. I don't, I don't, that subject to me, like if you're going to take your life, you better freaking be serious about it or keep your mouth shut because you know how far sad that you have to be to even talk like that. And I think a lot of people, sadly, they struggle. I'm getting a psychology degree. I'm going to learn all about it, dude, because I want to help people. And if I knew those answers, could I help my mom? But I had a plan to take my life. I mapped it out four and a half miles outside of town. There was a, I could run my car into a cement wall, man. And uh, obviously I'm still here. I didn't do that. Uh, I remember getting to the duplex, dude, and sitting outside crying, like, how am I going to tell my wife? Like, we have nothing, bro. I just had, we just had our second little kid. I mean, you're, you're, a, you're a father, right? You, you're married. You got to, dude, like when life doesn't go the way that you want, it's hard. But when you have a family, when you have people looking up to you, like you're the man of the freaking house. Yeah. I mean, I got, I've been there, man. I mean, obviously, you know, I've, I've told my story a couple of times and, you know, back in 20, I think it was 2021, right? Like I had, I've had a I had wild success, right? I grew my business really fast and, and I also made a lot of bad decisions and I made a lot of decisions that were, you know, and if I, if you look at my culture index, my culture index is like, I'm great at sales and I'm great at this, but I'm really bad at making, making like a reaction. Like I react too quickly to things. Like I, I'll just jump into things without being rational. Right. One of the big things for me, like, and just like I do with this, like event and everything else I do in life, like I'm not rational. I'm fucking irrational as shit. And sometimes you have to be irrational to yeah. be successful. Like you gotta do, you gotta be fucking psycho. Right. You're a fucking psycho sometimes. And my people around me are like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. We'll fucking figure it out. Right. Hell yeah. Well, that's how I was running my business. And in 2021, like it was very, I was very irrational. Right. I made a lot of decisions based on ego. Right. And I made a lot of decisions based on how I felt and, and my belief in myself that I can turn, I could turn shit to gold, right? Like that's how I've always felt. Like I felt my entire life that whatever I fucking touch is going to work out. Heck and I yeah. found out in 2021 that it doesn't always work out, right? Like there are some times where like, oh, fuck you. I outkick my coverage. And I, you know, I'm even, even right now with this event, right? Like I gotta, I gotta come up with 800 grand in the next fucking three weeks, right? Four weeks or whatever it is. I'm going to figure it out because I'm a rational as fuck and I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, and that's dude. what I do. But like, I remember 2021, I remember sitting in my house and I, you know, I'm talking to my wife and I'm telling, I'm like, Hey, I think I'm gonna have to file bankruptcy. I, I fucked up. Like I, I don't I don't or I don't foresee us getting out of this situation. I finally had to come to reality. Like, hey, dude, like Vic, you got to stop, right? I had to stop and I had to reset everything because I was fucked. Like I was dead to rights. I owed people money. I owed vendors money. I had all these people that owed money, and I had to fucking call them all and say, hey, look, I can't fucking pay you. I can't pay you. I said I'm gonna fix this. Give me a month. Give me you know, give me sixty days or whatever it is. I'm gonna flip this shit around. And I'm gonna make it happen. And people fail, right? Like I failed, but you know, there's, there's, if someone that really knew my situation at that point, they would have thrown in the fucking towel. Yeah. They probably would have fucking found a bridge and jumped off that shit. But like in my mentality, I'm like, okay, well, look, yeah. I either keep pushing forward or I can retract, right? So I had to lay, I laid off like 40 or 50 people. Yeah. I had to re revamp my entire business. I had to change everything on how we did business. And I had to go fix it while I'm in a fucking mountain of debt and stress and all this shit. And I'm dealing with everything. My whole livelihood is about to fall apart if I didn't figure it out. So like, those are the things that like, I, yeah. I strive on now. People are like, what's your why? You're like, my why is yeah, changing. Yeah. Obviously my one why, right. Is always my family and my kids. Like, I love my kids to death. I don't give a fuck that they put them above everything else. But my other why now is to make sure that other contractors don't have to go into the same situation that yeah. I went into, right. Shooting blind, not understanding yeah. the numbers, not understanding their KPIs, not understanding how things work. Because if you don't understand that stuff, you're going to get yourself in a lot of fucking trouble. Yeah. So I put these events on for one reason and one reason only. I don't make money. I lost 400 grand last year on the event. I'll lose money on this year's event. I don't really give a shit about that. My thing is when someone leaves my events, they're going to be able to take some actionable stuff. They're going to be able to implement in their business. They're going to be able to turn their shit around and make more money. And if I can do that, then I've won. 
That's why I built my entire event around it. Like I, everybody I have at my event is there to help people make money. And it's not like big rah, rah shit. I'm not doing all that. My event is one thing, one thing only celebrating contractors. We're going to have a lot of fun. And while we're there, we're going to learn a lot of shit. When you go home, you're going to be able to make a lot more money. And that's how I built my events. And that's why, that's why people like coming to my events. Cause oh, I made yeah. it different. I'm not up there pitching shit to these people. I don't care yeah. about all that. My number one thing is, can I take actionable stuff that I can implement in my business by Monday and implement that shit and go make more money? If I didn't do that, don't come to my event. You know, I don't even want, I'll give you the damn money back if you don't get that. Yeah, dude, I freaking love that. You know, I think what makes you just amazing, dude, you got your freaking ass kicked all the time. So when there's somebody that comes to you and says, oh, you know, I can't do that. You can do it. I've been there. I know that you can. Dude, that's what makes you so freaking resilient, man. And, you know, a lot of times people with the no, Dude, if you told me no, was I going to sit down and cry about it? No, dude. I was going to get back on and I was going to grind until I got 10 yeses. You know, when I was in the second grade, bro, I, I heard my first motivational speaker. I was in the bathtub crying. I just got adopted by a white family and I was scrubbing my skin until I was crying because I wanted to be the same color as the family that adopted me. That's how much I wanted to fit in, dude. And there was a motivational speaker that came to my school and said, you can do it. And half the students probably thought he was an idiot. But I freaking believed him, dude. 27 years later, I'm on that freaking stage. That's the thing, dude. I never had a coach. I never had anybody coaching me, telling me. My why was a lot different than the guy that just wanted to make a million dollars. Money comes, as you know. Dude, I just signed the biggest contract this month of my life. Five years ago, when I was freaking suicidal, somebody told me that I would be speaking and doing all. No way. I wouldn't freaking believe them. But if you are out there and you want to help people, if you come to me and I can teach you how to have clarity and be a better communicator and build connections and stay consistent and have some freaking courage, and you walk out of here saying, that little guy is badass, and he reminds me of freaking David and Goliath battle. That's what you're going to get when you hear me speak, dude, because, dude, I'm little, but I don't give two shits. I'm going to battle and I'm going to fight. And if you want to fight, let's do it. I might get my ass kicked and you're going to hurt. I'll tell you right now, I'm not little. I'm about 6'3", about 230. But I ain't a little guy. But, you know, like I said, the same thing, man. Like, if you would have told me this was my life 10 years ago, my life was going to be my life that I live now. I would have laughed in your face, right? And, <laughs> and that's reality. I, like, And just like anybody else, man, I just made a decision that I was going to change and I was going to go become something special. And I, was, yeah. I wasn't going to take fucking no for an answer. And, and that's that's how I became a good sales rep, right? Like, you don't want me in your fucking house as a sales rep because I am relentless, dude. Because I already know that there's not a better sales guy. There's not a co better company. There's not a better installers. Like I already know I firmly believe in myself because I already know the hard work and time and, and determination that I put into everything I've ever done. Yeah. I didn't become a top sales guy by fucking just showing up to work, dude. I didn't just show up to work. I fucking practiced every single day, uh -oh. day in and day out over and, and over and over. And when you practiced, how did you, this is the big thing, dude, honestly, how did you practice? How Basics. How did you practice your sales? I practice on my daughter, my dog, my mirror, my, my, anybody that would listen. And, and I would just, I would just completely re like, I would repeat it and I would learn, I learned word tracks, right? Like, so understanding like certain word tracks for certain things. And I, then I started learning ton uh, tonality. Then I started watching YouTube videos on different processes. Then I would start riding with the best guys. And I talk about it all the time. Like I don't fuck with anybody that's not doing better than me. If you're not doing better than me, I don't want to be around you. I don't want to listen to you. I don't want to fucking talk to you. I don't want to do anything with you because if I hang around you, I'm not going to get better. Yep. And I was, I was at an event out in Kansas city over the weekend. And this is the conversation I had. So I said, listen, your circle right now is only $1 million contractors. Come to my event, hang out with a guy that's doing 150 million, 250 million and see what happens to your life. And you hang yep. out with the guys that are down here at the fucking bottom 
Yep. You're only going to get to the bottom. You're never going to, you're never going to outgrow that. You're right. You're, you're creating yeah. yourself a fucking cage, yep. right? You're, you're in a cage because these people, their mind doesn't work the same way as a guy that's doing 250 million or doing 30 million, 20 million, 5 million. And that's the importance of these events. Like all the stage shit is great, right? Getting all the knowledge is fucking great. Getting around winners and getting around people that do have done big shit and done shit that you want to do. That's bigger than anybody in your circles ever done is what changes your, changes your mindset. Amen. And if you don't do that in your whole life, you're going to be stuck in the exact same fucking spot. I and, they have, you. and they have to show up willing to get their ass kicked. You know, dude, like my brother's the best example of this, dude. I remember watching my brother fight and he got his ass kicked. He's my bigger brother. You know what I mean? And then he goes to fight the guy again and gets his ass kicked. Dude, three times. He finally went back to fight the guy and the guy's like, dude, I am done. Dude, that was like the sixth grade. When I saw that in the sixth grade, I thought, holy. Like, dude, it was like a, my paradigm just changed. You mean you can get your ass kicked over and over and over again and freaking win? Bro, I'm good at getting my ass kicked. I am the number one motivational speaker in Utah. Does that mean I'm the best? No, I didn't even know I was that. Sean was there when we looked it up. We fact-checked myself. I'm not the best. But if somebody comes in and tries to be better than me, we're going to team up and both conquer. Just like I said, nobody wants to be a part of a freaking platoon or a part of a team where they're not willing to fight. You get that. That's how best teams become the best. Best sales teams become the best. Best speakers become the best because they're willing to be put into a situation knowing they're going to get their ass kicked, but they're going to learn while they get their ass kicked. Yeah. I mean, it's like anything in life, man. You also, you also, it's okay to go in blind. Like so many people are waiting for the perfect moment, the perfect time, the perfect everything. And the perfect time is now, right. And the perfect, oh, the yeah. perfect situation is always now. Oh yeah. Like for me, like I've been up, dude, I'm like, I go up on stage sometimes and I'm like, fucking, I'm freaked out. Right. Like you're in front of all these people. Like last year, so my first year we had lights in the room, like the room was lit up. It wasn't like all AV and all that stuff. And last year was crazy because we had like, you know, 800 some people in the room. Well, I'm on the stage and you can't fucking see their faces, dude. I wasn't ready for that. I've never been on a stage where I couldn't see the audience. And I'm like, I can't, I'm so used to interacting with them and communicating back and forth. And that's how I've always operated. It was like, oh shit, like this is a whole different experience. Right. Yeah. But you know, I got up there and I figured it out and, and you have like, that's just how you have to operate. Like you can't, you can't be scared to put yourself out there. Like if you're scared to put yourself out there is when you're going to lose and you're, someone's just going to keep passing you. I, I take so many risks and so many opportunities. And sometimes, like I said, my team sometimes wants to fucking kill me. Like my brother and all my, my partners, all they want to fucking strangle me sometimes. But at the end of the day, I'm the one that keeps pushing us forward. Like my brother's right here right now laughing because he wants yep. to strangle the shit out of me. He's like, Victor, why do you keep fucking doing this? Yep. And I'm like, dude, like this is how we push forward. This is how you build a fucking legacy, right? No one talks about the guy that did a fucking 30 person event. No one talks about the guy that helped five people. Yeah. The guy that fucking helps thousands and thousands of people all over the country. The guy they talk about, like you, like I've now trained thousands of people. I've changed thousands of people's lives. I might some of these people I've never even met. Like this weekend, I met people that said they've been following me for four fucking years. I've never met them. They're like, dude, you changed my life. Heck yeah. The dude. fact that the, he's like, you put out so much. This one guy's like, you put out so much free content. He's like, I've literally learned more from listening to your videos than I've learned from anything else. And it's helped my business grow. Dude, and you don't know that. who you're helping. So yeah. like for me to continue to do it and keep continuing to do this, yeah, okay, maybe it fucking hurts me a little bit, right? It hurts a little bit, might lose a little bit of money, but I guarantee over the next five to 10 years, it's like putting money in the bank, right? It's putting money in the bank. You're building a legacy. You're building, yeah. building a, a brand. And when you learn how to build a personal brand is when you're going to win. If you can't build a personal brand in this, in this market today, it's ever easier than ever to get in front of oh, you, yeah. right? Dude, you get one video to go viral and you got, you know, 100,000, 200,000, million. I get one video that's got 7 million people that have watched my video. Hell Some yeah. random fucking dude that used to do oil changes for $6 an hour had 7 million fucking people watch a video. Like, come on, yeah, bro. Dude. That's the opportunity that's there if you're willing to actually put yourself out there. Yep, that's the big thing, man. Looking stupid. You know, when I was, 
doing speaking. I remember reading off a piece of paper, dude. People laughing at me. I told people I wanted to be a rapper, a country singer. Bro, there's 2,100 people in my town. Shut up. Oh, you are stupid. You are, bro, music awards. I'm not the best singer. I'm not the best rapper. I'm not the best musician. I'm not the best speaker. But who's MC in that show? Let everybody watching. You don't have to be the best. You, I could get up there and suck, but I'm still going to be seen. And if there's yeah. one person that liked what I said, that could be the one person that changes my life. There, and, you know, people people think like I, you know, they're like, oh, Victor's just trying to do that to make money. I'm like, dude, I don't make any. This is a fucking event, dude. I'm telling you right now, you're, I'm spending, like, I was like $1.4 million already into this fucking thing. I've been floating the money all damn year. I pay for this thing. I put all the stress, the time, the energy, yeah. effort into it. And I said, how about you guys try to do an event? Bro, I, I think, wish I wanted someone else to fucking try it and see what happens. And, and no. then also, like, then you have to promote it for an entire year. Like, this <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that, like, people don't understand that goes on. I'm like, dude, I got to travel. I got to go to Austin. I got to do all these things. I got to plan it. I got to pay for all these people. And I got yep. people bitching at me. I'm like, dude, you guys don't understand what it takes to put this on. I'm yep. not going to make money on it. But I guarantee you, like, if you come there, I'm going to make it a fucking badass event. Oh, you won't yeah. see me say one bad thing about it. Yep. I love it. I love it when, like, last year when people left, they're like, this is the best event I've ever been to in my entire life. Like this event was like this. I'm like, dude, I do it to be different. Go to the other ones. Go to another event. And I challenge you to go to another one and come to mine and figure out what it's about. Because yeah. my, once you come and see what we're about, you understand that we're not like everybody else. We do things different. This is the new generation of home services. And how we do things is how we, I want to do it going forward. And I'm changing the way this industry operates. And, you know, some people love me. Some people hate me. But I don't really give a shit. My number one goal is to be able to help that person. If you don't yeah. like me, see you later. Yeah, I mean, if someone else is going to come in, I'm going to be able to help that person because that's who I care about. I care about the guy that I, whose life I can change. Yep. I'm not trying to change some guy that's doing $50 million a year. I'm yep. trying to change a guy's life that just started his business and has no direction and everybody keeps telling him bullshit. Yeah. Dude, I can, that's, that's my yep. goal in life. But, uh, but yeah, man. So obviously, you know, we got a badass lineup and obviously you're going to be the MC this year. And I'm pretty excited. I know, I know Marcus Luttrell is someone that you're really excited to see. Uh, yeah. obviously, you know, obviously you wrote a great book, Lone Survivor. Uh, we got Tim Grover is going to be there. I mean, the lineup, if you look top to bottom, is some of the best owners and operators in the home service space and great motivational speakers. Uh, Sean Crane is going to be there. There's a lot of guys that are just like, you get around them, it changes the way you think. It changes yeah. the way that you operate. It changes the way that your mind works, right? And, you know, every day, you know, Sean's one of my one of my coaches, and, and sometimes I don't listen to him, and but I always hear his little voice in the back of my head, like, calling me a pussy or telling me, like, hey, oh, dude, like, dude. do better, do better. Yeah. Do better. Yeah. Why aren't you doing better? Like Ryan, Sean is one of those guys that every day, like he'll text me and it's like, I know you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. I know you're fucking up. Yep. And you know, maybe, you know, it doesn't, doesn't click to me that day, but at least changes my mindset a little bit to get to me going in the right way, because we all need direction, dude. It doesn't matter who you are. Like you got to have somebody that you can look up to someone that's going to motivate you because dude, life is hard. Life is not yep. easy, man. I'm going through some, some personal shit right now. That's like, dude, it's throwing my whole life off. But guess what? I don't get the fucking stop. I, the world doesn't stop for me. I have to figure it out. I have to keep moving. I have to move forward. And, and that's the only way that we can do it. So I'm excited, man. Obviously, this podcast was just kind of me going, me and you going back and forth. Hey, dude, I love it. Bro. And, and people learn. You, you, you win when you stand back up. You're talking right now. You're getting your butt kicked. Oh, yeah. Right. You're right still now, showing dude, up. Like, I got, dude, I got, I got every, I got every, I got the weight of the world on my head right now. And at the end of the day, I'm here for one reason. I'm here to help people help myself, take care of my family, take care of myself and, and hopefully motivate people because guess what? 
you're going to lose, dude. You're, there's no one that's going to go every day and they don't, they don't lose. Every yeah. single person you've ever met that's been successful has lost. And they've lost big, a lot of them. Oh, yeah. But guess what they learned? You don't learn by fucking staying stagnant. You don't learn by just doing what you're already doing. The only way to learn is to put yourself out there yep. and get it to you and, and put yourself in a situation you've never been in before. You, you got to yeah. be uncomfortable. If you're not uncomfortable, you're yeah. not doing shit. I tell people when you get knocked down, most people jump right back up. Dude, freaking stay down there and realize, okay, why did I get knocked down? Why did they tell me no? Why did I not get that? And then stand back up. Yeah. Nobody likes getting their ass kicked over and over again, especially if you can prevent it. Don't yeah. be afraid to get knocked down, but learn from when you get knocked down. And also figure out someone like me, someone that's already done it, that can condense yeah. the condense, condense time, right? Like you want to condense, we want to compress time and make sure that we can get things done as quickly as possible and not have to go through as many hurdles as possible, right? I fucked up, so you don't have to fuck up. Like I've literally <laughs> went and all my fuck ups, I'm going to show you how to not do those. And I'm going to, I'm going to try to make it to where you can condense time and you can win bigger and win faster. If I would know like the stuff that I teach, if someone would have taught me that shit five years ago, I would have been fucking light years ahead of where I'm at now. But yeah. some people are so damn scared to spend a little bit of money to grow their business, a little bit of money to become, become more successful, a little bit of money. Oh my God, dude, I guarantee you the the ticket, the basic ticket, $7.95 for my event, right? I bet you once you pay that $7.95, you buy your hotel, you buy your plane ticket, you never think about that fucking money again. And I guarantee it's more gonna, it's probably gonna 100x return dude, on the damn thing. Let me say this. Let me say this. How we how did we meet? Bro, I just paid nine grand to go down to Dallas and hang out with Sean Crane and a bunch of people. That's how we met. Like, people, if you don't spend the money, you're never gonna get into the arena. Nobody gets to hang out with the guy that's sitting out in the freaking outside. If you want a spot at the table, you pay to play. That You could be the best singer, the best speaker, the best salesperson in the world, but if nobody sees you and nobody hears you, nobody's going to care about you. We no. want people that are going to fight. We want people that are going to win, and we want people that are going to help us conquer. Oh, yeah, man. Well, Ryan, man, it was a pleasure having you on. I'm excited, to, I'm excited to see you out in, obviously, in Austin, September 27th through 29th, the Profit Rocket Growth Summit. Uh, go to events.callprofitrocket.com. Get your ticket today. Get signed up. You're not going to regret it. Like I said, I put on a badass event. If you felt like you didn't get your money out of it, I'll give you the fucking money back. I guarantee <laughs> you we're going to change the way you think about life, the way you think about business, the way you think about sales, the way you think about operations. And we're going to make you and your better, your, you and your life better. So that's what we're about. Ryan's going to be there emceeing the show, keeping the energy up, keeping everybody excited. Uh, Ryan, how do, how, do people, how do people get a hold of you, big dog? Hey, dude, first of all, I write back everybody that writes me. And that's a lot of messages sometimes. But Ryan Stream, dude, Google fact check me, whatever. Homeless boy to success story. And how I did it is I hang out with people like Vic. We didn't even know each other a couple weeks ago. But when I looked at Vic and realized, okay, this guy's legit. He is real. How do I get in the room with people like Vic? Dude, if you don't want to pay to play, I don't know what business you plan on starting. I don't want plan on what educational courses you're going to take. That's the key to success. Get in the room with people who are already successful. That's it, Boom. dude. That's all we need, man. So, hey, thank you guys for tuning into the Profit Rocket Podcast. I'm going to be dropping five episodes over the next seven days. Heck We're going to yeah. be bringing a bunch of fire to you guys. And I guarantee you, yeah. like I said, I will give you your fucking money back if you don't get your money's worth out Let's of this. Go. Can't wait to see you guys next month. Love y'all. So, uh, see you guys soon.